Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Spiritual Successor, a video game design podcast inspired by Polygon's Cool Games, Inc. I am your host, AJ Hart. And I am your other host, Blake Rea. Blake, I'm back. You're back from where? I just got back from Vegas, baby. Oh, weren't you out there all by yourself, though? Well, no, I was there with my family. Even though I did invite you and our friend Trevor and our friend Spin and our friend Sid, I invited a whole group of people and everybody abandoned me one by one by one by one by one by one. And I had to go to Vegas for the five-hour drive all alone, and I could have fallen asleep and died in a horrific car crash. But lucky for you, I made the drive all on my own, despite your horrendous betrayal. Oh, our, uh, um, you know, here's here's the thing. I could get drunk at home. <laughs> <laughs> it is way cheaper than is Well, ex- except if you play the um, the horse machine, where you only have to spend $5 and you can yes, get Yes, of course I hours. spent my time at the horse machine, dude. You, all right, please, please inform the audience what this magnificent gambling machine oh is. the glorious horse machine in las vegas you want to talk about good game design holy shit okay <laughs> this whole thing is just like it's a bunch of little mechanical racing horses mm-hmm. um this game is at the d it's only at the d i found out it's one of the like, three machines of this game that exist in the u.s still oh shit no way um and these little robotic horses just race around the track and you bet quarters on what horse is going to win. Mm-hmm. And everybody just yells and hoots and hollers around these stupid little robot horses that just, wait, 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 wait. It looks so janky. But I think my favorite part about that whole thing, though, is that you only have to spend $5 and you can be there for two hours. And yeah. the wonderful thing is if you're gambling at a uh, in any in a casino, casino, it's free booze. Yeah. So you say you save money. And you have a great time. Me and my family just spent like three hours just at the horse machine, putting quarters in, getting drinks. Oh, my God. It was so much fun. Isn't it awkward being drunk with parents, though? It's not. It's less bad in Vegas than it was in New Orleans to be drunk with my family. Oh, yeah. Because New Orleans is wicked horny. Yeah. And my parents were like, let's go to New Orleans. And (laughs) I did. And then we were on Bourbon Street, which is maybe the horniest place I've ever been to in America. Sounds classy. I wouldn't think it, you know, be tits out, suns out kind of place. It's weird because tits out is like actually part of the whole thing. If you're like on the top area on Bourbon Street, there's like balconies Mm -hmm. and you have uh, Mardi Gras beads. People will flash you with their boobies and then you throw Mardi Gras beads down I thought that was only during Mardi Gras. No, it's year round, baby. Oh, so you could just be straight up minding your own business, walking down to work and you're like, man, you know, I really wish I had some Mardi Gras beads. You just look up at somebody, flash them and you got some Mardi Gras beads for your... your Yeah. Done. Easy. That's a weird system. (laughs) The system, the part that I think is absolutely hilarious about it, though, uh, to go back to my time at New Orleans and on Bourbon Street, was seeing all of the guys on the top balcony that were like, we're going to see some boobies today. Like... (laughs) Just and, the like, they just had bro. a bunch of Mardi Gras beads. And, like, I want to be at the moment outside of the Dollar Tree when some guy comes out in out of the Dollar Tree with a bag of them and is like, guys, we're going to see some titties today. Cut to them five hours later. Man, there's no titties here. Just on top of the bur- just... on top of Bourbon Street being like, swear to God, guys, one of these girls is going to flash us her boobies. Jesus Come fuck. on. God, New Orleans is such a weird bro place and it was so much fun though like everyone's <laughs> drunk and happy and having a great time i really enjoyed it um i want to go back okay we're a video game design podcast oh shit we are aren't we now we need to start pitching each other ideas where would we get the ideas from blake we get our ideas from uh cool games inc reddit or our email or twitter and we have links to all of those at the end of the episode all right i have a video game submission for you then all right is it a good one uh i mean 
I think it's good, but you are the judgy one who thinks that he's too good to go with his best friend to Vegas. So maybe man, you'll really, think otherwise. Man, you're really playing up that drama for, for the podcast, huh? Drama gets views, dude. <laughs> Just you wait. I'm going to be doing a whole Blake Ray exposed video in two months. Blake Rea likes his friends. Boom, 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 boom. I mean, Supports it, all of those around him. Boom, 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 boom. I mean, I do. I love my friends so much, but I'm also a broke call, ex-college student. So, like. Blake Rea goes to Chipotle too late at night and asks for leftovers. What? Fucking pitch me a game, dude. <laughs> okay, I have a video game idea for you. Okay, okay. This comes from our Twitter. This comes from... At Lloyd Eves, uh, Pink Lloyd. Pink Lloyd submits RuPaul's Dragon Age. <laughs> oh my fucking god. That would be amazing, actually, now that I think about it. Imagine Dragon Age or just the world of like a fantasy world, mm-hmm. but like all of your knights are dressed up like famous divas. Or not divas, but famous drag queens. So like you just have Can like. Can you go ahead and name me a couple famous drag queens, Blake? I know Cookie, which is RuPaul's name. Oh, actually, we went to school with a, with a drag queen. Angel. Oh, oh shit! We did go to a school with a drag queen. He was cool as fuck. Yeah, he was like he, he was like weird story time about that. Um, our buddy, uh, his name's Kendall, very very funny comedian actor. Um, actually wanted to start a show called RuPaul's Drag Racing. I think it was just right. called Drag Racing. No, because he couldn't get the RuPaul name. Oh, you're right. It was just called Drag Racing, huh? Yeah. Um, and basically, it's just an obstacle course. Like series like Wipeout, but it's all drag queens. That was such it, a good concept. I thought it was so fucking awesome, and I would adore watching that. But circling back, imagine Dark Souls. You know my favorite fantasy game that you no shut up Dragon no, Age. No, dra- <laughs> Try again. I don't. I haven't played Dragon Age though. That's okay. I have. So Dragon Age, you have like <laughs> lots of fantasy people that you can date, and then this one, they're all drag queens. You got drag queens like Cookie, RuPaul, <laughs> the same person. They're different people. That's the twist. It's a salter ego. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dang it, I should have done some pre-production on this one. Uh, we're going to take a mulligan on this one, and I'm going to dig out a different submission. Thank you well, so how, much, Pink Lloyd. How, how about I give you one? Okay, you give me one. All right, this one comes to us on Twitter from Nick Kingby Foling? Foling? Um, a survival game where wait, you... Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. You cannot miss his Twitter handle. Please. I, I don't have it. What is his Twitter handle? Uh, Nick King B's Twitter handle is 69420. Nice, nice. <laughs> so fucking wild. He has the greatest Twitter <laughs> handle of all time. A survival game. He, Nick, says, a survival game where you have to duct tape together random items in your house to fight back waves of thieves. Every five waves, you can add one item onto your weapon and create one more trap. I like this. I like this idea, but I want to throw a wrench in it. Okay. So, so if this whole, it's fine, you're just gonna break it. No, no, no. Well, I'm gonna make it really uh, fun in a co-op centric game. Okay. So basically, the game is so centered around duct tape, right? Mm-hmm. What if it's a game where it's actually two players control the same person or the same entity? So it's two brothers or two two twin sisters that are duct taped to get one another, okay. and the two of them. In their duct tape shenanigans, can't get themselves unstuck, but also they need to defend their house against something. So you you each have to like control the same character. What's that one game that just came out where they have two heads, but it's like two players play the same character? What? This is this a game? Is this a game or is it D and D? Where it's like you have a troll that has like two heads on it, and each head is operated by a different player. That's How are the- you getting D and D and a real video game mixed up? I mean, I don't know. They take from the same things. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know. They're both fantasy. Why? Why are you griping on me? I'm sorry. I'll de- I'll I'll degripe. <laughs> but so now it's like a physics based game where you have to go around. You protect your house. It's like it's like Call of Duty Zombies, but no guns. It's all melee shit, and everything is and you're duct taped together. You're duct taped together, and everything runs off of the idea of duct tape. So it's like that MythBusters episode where they have to survive on an island, but only using duct tape. I love this idea like of that. a video game that you're constantly like randomly grabbing items and combining them together. Mm-hmm. I wonder if is there like a recipe system like in uh, Dead Rising where like Ooh. oh if you have a chainsaw and a motorcycle then you duct tape them together, <laughs> or is it something like a like a VR physics thing where you as the player get to decide where you've combined them. Well, okay. I I think that would be really either one would be really fun, but also what if you just duct tape them to yourself? So like you figure you find things to duct tape to yourself and you can figure out and how And you to create un- the world's worst <laughs> Iron Man suit. Okay, yes, I'm into this now. So you're running around your house and you're setting up booby traps. And Uh anytime you get duct tape, you it's like a risk reward system. You Mm -hmm. can either use the duct tape for how to protect the house, to protect the house, and like barricade the doors up with more duct tape, or you can take the duct tape and maybe the stapler. Mm -hmm. And then what's this? You duct tape the stapler to your hand, and it's like no, no, you have a tiny you, mallet. You, you duct tape it to the inside of your elbow, so like anytime you squeeze, it fires one out. So you like <laughs> have to like point your elbow at, at like zombies, and you fire a little staple. <laughs> and or, then you then you can build on that, right? So like, oh, maybe there's like different kinds of duct tape. So like you have like extra strength duct tape, which allows you to t- attach bigger yeah. items to yourself. And then there's also like the. Uh... The flex tape duct tape. And if you get that, that's waterproof. And John you can... John shows up and he's... he's John John shows he, up. He slaps a zombie in the mouth, like, spewing acid at you. Um, and then maybe you've got, um, like, green and green and green camouflage duct tape. Mm-hmm. And if you do that, it's like a stealth thing and the zombie won't see the giant... Um... You can, like, invisible... Oh, you... Any trap that you build out of the camouflage tape becomes invisible. So a zombie Zombies won't, won't see it. it. Yeah. And then it immediately... And then... Oh, oh, holy shit. <laughs> okay. Put a pin in that. They can't see I'll... the lawnmower that's been t- flipped upside down because it's covered in green duct tape. <laughs> this is so weird. Hey, you, you know what? Now that I think about it and, like, the idea of setting up traps in your home... um. That kid from Home Alone could have been a lot more lethal, couldn't he? Like, what if one of his no, cool booby traps you, was a lawnmower no, that no, was no, stripped no, 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 upside no. down? Have you seen the freaking, um, I think it was, I don't know if it was Mythbusters or it was, like, the Nerdist Science um thing. All of McAllister's traps were super fucking deadly. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like, they set up, like, those, you know, like, those thing, uh, those, like, silicone heads with the skull inside and has like the fake brain and juice yes they did that and then like hit the face with the paint cans that were full those guys' faces were cracked oh yeah okay. no those guys should have been fucking dead <laughs> okay so let me propose to you this then okay this is a duct tape based video game where you're constantly grabbing new gear and duct taping them together to create new physics based weapons or uh-huh. booby traps it's uh-huh. all like a physics engine like it's not recipe based mm-hmm but the thing that you are trying to protect yourself from is whatever the hell those home breaker intos were made of. Mm-hmm. You said just now that they were like bashed into the head with like paint cans and they got up like it was just like a minor inconvenience. Mm-hmm. You have like horrifying monster men trying to break into your house and you're like, okay, maybe the upside down lawnmower will stop them. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll just kick it and it will go flying far away. Or it'll be only certain traps work on certain enemies. So it'd be like the, you have the ground lawnmower trap 
But if you have a flying enemy that does jack shit to Or him. a man made of jelly. <laughs> what? Well, if, it, if he's made of jelly, he'll just get stirred up in it and he'll be totally fine. <laughs> a little, he gunks it up and makes it useless. Yeah, he's destroyed your cool lawnmower trap. How about this? How about this? So it starts how the le- how the progression of the game happens is you start off, it's just your house, but then you realize you need to start protecting the whole neighborhood. <laughs> so you get you get different, like, areas to set up traps. Yeah. So it's like it's like Mousetrap, where you can create these giant, cool, like, Rube Goldberg machines mm-hmm. that are just meant to cash in on zombie meat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to break them up and shit. Hell yeah, I want to put a pin in this one, okay, actually. Okay. This seems very cool. Okay, okay. Um, I have another video game submission for you. Yeah. Okay, so this comes from the Cool Games Inc. Reddit. This comes from user Squid Pope. Squid Pope gave us a vein. Or Squid Pope has decided that we don't need to exist as a podcast anymore. Uh, okay. We've either been given the tools to our safety or a hell of Squid Pope's design to terminate us. Here's what Squid Pope has given us. Random game generator. Post the best <laughs> ones you get. Like, this means we don't need to be here. I mean, like, I think our commentary and, you know, our classic go-to dick jokes are pretty, are pretty, I feel, I feel we add some substance. Okay, let's see. Um, Squidpub <laughs> gives us three here. He says, an FPS where you punch thugs except you're three years old. <laughs> Shit, that's good. Wish I would have thought about that. A real-time strategy game where you colonize the mythological places with businessmen. Ah, businessmen kind of suck. That one's not very good. (laughs) Hey, they can't all be bangers. What about this one? An FPS where you work on the self-esteem of rappers, but the bad guy was just trying to help you. Think, like, Parappa the Rapper. No, 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 I get that, I get that. But, like, who's the bad guy? He's just trying to help. Maybe the bad guy was Parappa the Rapper. That doesn't answer the question. Maybe the bad guy was Parappa the Rapper, and he was trying to help you by being mean to you to, like... Fire a bell, like get a fire under your belly, like the guy that was mean to the guy in M, like the guy that was mean to Eminem in the movie Eminem was in. You mean Dr. was anybody mean to him in that movie? I haven't seen it. You mean you mean the you mean Eight Mile? Yeah, the very famous good movie. Uh-huh. Uh huh. No, I don't know if anybody was mean to. Him. Probably right. <laughs> I mean, if I remember correctly, his girlfriend cheated on him or something like that, and that like got his fire going. There it is. Yeah. Maybe you're the girl. Maybe the bad guy's the girlfriend that just trying to cuck you with all these other rappers. But you- <laughs> I have problems though because here's the thing: Squid Pump's not the only one in here. Maybe making us no longer needed, Blake. Oh man. Halo, how are ya? That's a great name. Got these nugs. A horror game where you drive trucks with Cosmo knots, and the reason why becomes less and less obvious throughout the game. That's just like us taking any nug from beginning to end, and it's become a disaster by the end. Yeah. This did the whole job for us. <laughs> so what do you think? We need to pack in episode episode 13 is where we cut it? Is that where, is, are we done? No. Or do we got to throw in the towel? Because I think that it's- I'm going to use this thing. And I'm going to prove right here, right now, that we belong here and that we have a right to exist. Oh, shit. Are you going to use This is it? AJ Hart's declaration of war. I'm using it right now. Are you oh, prepared to shit. hear what I've got? Oh, holy shit. Okay. That means we, we got to go like crazy with it. Okay. 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 I'm into this. Blake, I've been fucked. <laughs> I've read the submission and we've been fucked. Let me, here, I'll read it. This first. isn't very good. No, just read it. An artsy game where you defy your soul and play on the same world as everyone else. That's just any fucking random generic JRPG MMO bullshit. <laughs> you gotta find yourself. This means no, nothing. No, it's your friendship. <laughs> defy defy okay, your okay. soul. Let me let me try a submission and let me see if I get a better one. All right. Okay. You click the magic button. Okay. I'm gonna click the magic button. 
Oh, this is just our game that we made last week. Oh? <laughs> Actually, no. This is a game you and I were discussing the other day. What is it? Um, Let me hear it. A simulation game where you mix genetics and you have infinite money. This goes into that thing where you have to, like, program people or, like, hybrid or, like, do the Gattaca bullshit. Shit, I got given random generic JRPG bullshit and you got a eugenics simulator. <laughs> AJ and I had a really heated argument the other day about this this one submission. Fantasy eugenics is not an issue. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's kind of... It's all fake pretend. It's, it's a bad principle, though. <laughs> Here's what we need to decide it's, right now. Have you Okay, okay, AJ. AJ I don't want to talk AJ, about that. No, 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 no. We're pausing the podcast. I'm going to take you to watch Gattaca, and you're going to see the error of your fucking ways. Hey, we're back. Hey, Gattaca, didn't that make you cry? I think that Gattaca did nothing wrong, and I think that John Gattaca was the hero of the story the whole time. I know that there's been a lot of issues, and I know that there's, like, a whole thing where people yell, like, Ah, Gattaca! And I never really understood it now, but now I understand. It's like when somebody yells Naruto, and they're like, Oh, I love you, Naruto! John Gattaca did nothing wrong. That's not Gattaca. Oh, shit. Okay, okay, the idea of this... This game, I think it's really cool if you do it for, like, robots, but the moment you start doing it for people, it just feels odd to me. All right. Because you're basically saying, like, okay, this person can go to space and live their dreams, but this person can't because they don't have good enough lungs for it. So fuck you. They should be able to do it anyway. All right. I'm going to give you a pitch. That was fun, but I'm going to I think it. we've proven that we're better than the <laughs> no- game generator. <laughs> nice try, Squid Pope. <laughs> All right. I have a little thing to talk about. What? Um. So... <laughs> Last week, I opened with um <laughs> with my fake internet beef with Grimmery about like them insulting my face. Yeah, which was very fun and very very heartfelt conversation with Grimmery. But you know, that started a chain reaction, AJ. Of most of the submissions we got this week, believe it or not, were games about my broken ass face. My face is almost fixed. <laughs> Are you worried about that? No, because I'm concerned. I think it's hilarious because some of the games we got were. Absolutely fucking and f- fantastic. I'm worried about one thing, Blake. Okay, tell me about it. I don't know what you did to get Bell's palsy in the first place, but I think you maybe have to get it again. Uh, why? Is that like our staple now? I think it's part of our brand now. <laughs> I've been looking at the audience interaction, and you're right. I didn't want to say anything, but you're right. A lot of our interaction is kind of dependent on half of your face not working. So if your face comes back 100%, when your face comes back 100%. Yeah, we got to, like, take a blowtorch to it and get me all busted up again? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay, so Now, this I'm is willing to do you a favor. Spiritual successor, one and a half faces. I'm willing to do you a favor. I okay. don't think we need to do something as horrifying as putting a blowtorch to your head. Okay, okay. What, do you, what are you recommending we do to my face, good sir? My sense, <laughs> of, my sense of identity. It just needs to be something very quick and painless. <laughs> I don't want to talk about harming you. <laughs> This was funny until I had to pretend I was going to hurt you bad, and now now this sucks and I feel bad. Aw, oh, bro. That's sweet of you. Go fuck yourself. Just, like, squeeze your brain cells so you get... <laughs> what? Okay, I'm going to give you a submission. This is from Angru who death forgot on Twitter. An I am bread or goat simulator-esque game where you attempt to control the malfunctioning half of Blake's face. C... <laughs> This reminds me... I'd get really mad if I looked like Blake's face, too. <laughs> also, that guy had some fun, fun sass. We're like, I posted it on our Twitter. It's, it's spiritual suck if you want to see our Twitter. Um, 
where I'm like, I noticed like all the submissions we had. It's like, man, there's so many submissions coming in about Blake's twisted face. That's what I'm Y'all saying. are twisted. This is, but we love it. And then Anger's like, yeah, Blake's face is a little twisted too, isn't it? It's our brand, Blake. <laughs> okay. You can't heal okay. anymore. Stop taking your medicine. Okay. <laughs> I'm coming back to this. So I don't know if you were, if you, were you like playing a lot of Wii games when the Wii was hot? No. Okay. During the Wii, the, the product quality review of Wii games was really, really fucking bad. So you had like some good Wii games, some great Wii games, but the majority of them no were like. No More Heroes won. Oh yeah, No More Heroes was a Wii game, wasn't Hell, it? Yeah, it was. Uh, where, you had to, where you had to masturbate the controller to charge up his sword. What a genius game. <laughs> I hope one day we can make a game as good as that. So, there was a bunch of Wii games that came out that just the quality control on them was really bad. One of my favorites, um, I saw the Game Grumps play it. It was just, you know that famous like Wii game Carnival where you just have like a bunch of famous Carnival games? <gasps> oh, shit, I do know that one. The guy that voiced the main guy and it was uh, Dr. Eggman. Oh, that's fucking awesome, actually. <laughs> um, but somebody made a Hick version of that, so it's just Hick Carnival games. Okay. Um, I'm going to name off some of these games for you. One, Trapping a Pig. Okay. So you have to like hold, you have to set a bunch of haystacks and shit up to trap one of these pigs. Uh, ATV racing, where you have to avoid hitting roadkill um, because it'll slow you down. And my personal favorite, um, which kind of this this busted Blake's face game reminds me of, um, Hick Dental Work, where you actually had to go in and. It- <laughs> I adore the sentence Hick. Hick Dental Works so much. <laughs> I don't think that was the real name of the minigame, but literally you just had this guy grinning in his cavity-infested fucking teeth. Okay. And you actually had to, like, like hammer them to, like... He- you know, like, when you see when a melon is good or bad, you have to give it a tap? <laughs> yeah. You had to do that to some dude's teeth. And, like, if it... Are these pearly whites ripe yet? Tink, tink, tink. And if it- nah, you can keep them. And then, like, you could accidentally crack the dude's teeth, and he starts to cry and shit, and it was disgusting. Okay, I would cry, okay. too, if someone busted my teeth. Okay, so how do we make a game like that? I want to make something gross as shit, but it's my face. Okay, but it is a frustrating game like I Am Bread or Surgeon Simulator uh-huh. or something so like that. we have to discuss the goal, because, like, Surgeon Simulator is complete the surgery. The goal is to I do a Bread podcast. I Am Bread to get to the top. <laughs> no, you have to hold a conversation. With Blake's face. You have to, like, make it... You have to, like, control... You are constantly having the, to move oh, you the have muscles. To, you have to move the muscles to where it matches the left side. Yeah. So, but you have to maintain a conversation with somebody. So, like, I'm in the middle of doing this podcast with you, right? Yeah, and you do a lot of words per minute. <laughs> it, the blood has to just mash yeah, those buttons and make each sure... You, bu- each button represents a different muscle. Yeah. That they have to, like, match to coincide. I think it's very important that the, that the visual of this and the camera angle of this game is just like a really, really extreme close-up of your mouth. Like, that's the whole game frame. And maybe there's like a couple you know, buttons Bell's on the top. You affects everything, though. Yeah, I know, but I'm just really into... You were the one that brought up Hick Dental Simulator. Oh. So that's the visual now, is this v- extreme close-up of your whole gob. Ew. My teeth... I don't like my teeth. I think that they're charming. Well, oh, bro. But they're going to get way less charming when you're playing I Am Bread in those teeth. Oh, we're going to turn out the cavity mount and all that other good shit. And then the worse no, 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 you wait, do, the AJ, more AJ, your teeth AJ, degrade AJ, AJ, in your AJ, mouth. AJ, 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 I have a fun idea. So you, the game is, is just a bunch of mini games that involve my face. So one, what <laughs> all of need? them are as uncomfortable and frustrating as 
Hick Dental work, right? Well, they're as uncomfortable as Hick Dental work, but they're as tough to play as I Am Brad. Okay. So, like, it has, like, that W, you know, like, that jogging game where you have to use the four keys to jog? Yeah. So each button represents a different thing on my face. So you have to do a certain amount or certain stru- a certain sequence or whatever. So you first mini game is holding a conversation or on the, being on the podcast. The second part is, is where I have to go to the dentist and I have to open my mouth a certain way so I don't get my fucking lip stabbed by the doc by the dentist person. <laughs> or the other thing is I need to figure out how to eat. By the way, eating with Bell's palsy sucks ass. I don't recommend it to anybody. Yeah, you like have to tip your head sideways. I have to tip my head sideways. I can't drink anything properly. It sucked. Last month sucked. <laughs> I'm feeling better now. That's great. And I'm really happy that our our fan base had a lot of fun making games about my busted face. Here's the problem, though. <laughs> we can't make a game about ourselves. That's so self-masturbatory. I, it, it, what? Self-masturbatory? What else would... Masturbatory means you are doing it... You don't need to add the self on it. Yeah, I guess Mas- you're right. Huh? Masturbatory... You can't do that to... You could do that to you. But there are two of us. So wouldn't it be kind of like me masturbating you? <laughs> I have a video game for you. Hey, dude. We... <laughs> this game is called MMARPG. Where you take a fighter out of the octagon and join them on epic journey to elbow and headbutt elves and wizards in their necks and groins. So the idea is that rather than a game where you like you start up your RPG game like Dragon Age or Dark Souls, Dark Souls or oh, like Bloodborne, dude. Bloodborne, the idea would be that instead of creating your character, you just like you just grab uh, a couple UFC fighters, maybe Uriah Faber, maybe mm-hmm. Chuck the Iceman Liddell. See, maybe uh, I would adore like taking a little note from another gem of a podcast, mm-hmm. uh, Dungeons and Daddies. Yes, amazing, amazing podcast. I would recommend checking. So it out. good. There was one sequence I loved in it where they were actually in a child MMA rink, but it was like in a in a pub. <laughs> yeah. <that's right. laughs> so imagine we make like a WWE style game. It's underground. not WWE. It, it is MMA. It's okay. UFC. Okay. It's okay. <clears throat> octagon. MMA is just WWE without all the fan service. Okay. Without- sure. <laughs> You're wrong. Without all the background drama. I just want to here's the, here's the thing. I just want to get a game where instead of you picking your like class like druid or ranger, you're just guy who punches real good and you walk over and there's like, "Hello, I am Varkaz the great evil wizard." And you just fucking put the guy in an arm bar. You can't do any spells if you have only one arm. Think about that. Have you ever seen a wizard that's like, oh, uh-oh, I'm stuck in an arm bar. Good I think, thing I can no, do no, fireball. No, I think, like, you can, I, there are certain, like, depending on the level of the, of the spell, you can, some of them are vocal, some of them require hand gestures, some of them are incantations. Hey, Blake, could you just play in the space with me for a little bit? No, dude. I don't want to talk about fucking fuck... rules. I want to talk about putting a wizard in an arm bar. If you're going to fucking talk about D&D, man, get to read the fucking I want to talk about spin kicking an orc. <laughs> No, spin kicking a uh, a gnome because that oh is, yeah, <laughs> you just launch him into the fucking like into the crowd. Could you imagine putting a gnome into a full Nelson? Tap know. out, dork! <laughs> Wait, AJ, AJ, I love the visual <laughs> where somebody where somebody's gonna suplex a gnome, but the gnome is so small, <laughs> their head is below the person that's suplexing, so they just suplex themselves in a stupid way. <laughs> I so want to see. walks away unscathed. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see some like some like Aragon ripoff or Aragorn ripoff. Holy that's shit. like, hello, I am D- D- Florpin 
Gorgas, the greatest human ranger of all time. Check out my cool bow. And then he just gets kneed in the nads. <laughs> and then he gets like he gets dropped. And then like you see Uriah Faber just on top of him, just ba 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 ba. Okay, okay. I want to add a little story to this game. Do you remember the gem of a early a mid two thousands movie, Never Back Down? The no. M- what? Holy shit! Are you kidding me? You'd love the fuck out of this movie. I probably would. What is it? It's an MMA fight movie, but it's like okay, okay. It takes this. It's oh fuck! I, I love this movie so much because it had Kanye West's um, Daft Punk remix. It's okay, only, I'm not a big fan of Kanye West, but that fucking song slaps. Like you need a to listen to Life of Pablo. That album fucking rules. Okay, we're going back to MMA real quick. So basically, new kid in town, uh, hothead, really, really angry. Um, gets in a fight with the coolest kid in school. That turns out he turns out he's an MMA fighter, but the new kid knows jack shit. So it's just his story about learning MMA to get revenge on this person and lying to his coach of like his coach is like you must never use it for for evil. But then it turns out he's like no man. It, by the end of it, he's just like beats the shit out of him because you know it's the right thing to do because he's harming his friends and shit, not because like of his own personal vendetta. It's really cool. Fuck, it has dude. it has some good like messages on like. Why do you, when you should use like physical force? I and, love like, Karate Kid. <laughs> uh, no, Karate Kid. It was. It's literally the exact movie no, that you no, just no, said. No, 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 no. Karate Kid is a bullshit story because it follows the evil person. That, the the. Uh, oh, you're seen, talking about the Cobra Kai thing. The Cobra Kai thing because you know what? I don't want to. He was no. That's the Karate Kid extended universe. Everybody knows that if it didn't happen in Karate Kid one or two, it's garbage. <laughs> yeah, he used some demon ass magic to revive. Yeah, dude. The, the whole, he uses like the candle fire shit to heal his leg. Oh yeah, so, that's right. Yeah, he used he used dark magic. <laughs> Is that a thing in Cobra Kai? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't watched it. <laughs> You're just saying things. Okay. Well, well, wait, 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 okay. Okay. We can bring this all We we okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because we, we need to come back to the together. MMA. Okay. Yes. So you have the evil. The evil. Mr. Miyagi, mm-hmm. he's a dark wizard. Oh, he's a warlock. He's a warlock. Oh, fuck and yeah. And you're playing, and he, like, the co- the Karate Kid kid was somebody that he used this evil magic on. Mm-hmm. You are now taking on, as some MMA guy, Uriah Faber, maybe even the guy fr- that lost, maybe he's the sweep the leg, Johnny. Maybe you play as Johnny. I have the best idea. What? I have the best idea. It's an underground fighting rink for wizards. So everybody, there's a wizard. But he goes un- into the. He, this kid wants to get revenge, but he go he goes into the into this wizards only fighting ring under the guise that he's a wizard. But it turns out he's been training with a warlock, so he uses un he uses warlock fighting moves like the the legendary black soul suplex. You know, I have one amendment I would like to make to this. Okay, okay. He knows no magic. Oh, it is shit. an ancient <laughs> wizard fighting tournament, and you play as a MMA fighter who's come in, and you know zero magic. Oh shit! Quick, ask me how many spells you're going to learn while you play the game. How many spells? None. Do you learn any cool new fighting moves? Fuck yeah, you learn new co- <laughs> cool fighting moves. And so the whole game is just you learning new fighting moves, and like it's still like an RPG. You can mm-hmm. level up like strength, dexterity, dodging, and like. Maybe it has, like, a little bit of, like, a Soulsborne-esque mechanic and, like, hitbox system. This has the same fucking vibe as Megalobox, and I love the shit out of it. 
Megaloblox, if none of you It's a great seen, anime. It's an amazing anime about, it's a, like future version future of boxing. Future boxing, and the guy goes in with no cool boxing rigs. Yeah. Yes. But like, But all the other people in the in the tournament use like robotic arms and shit like yeah. that, but he uses his regular flesh and blood. And so you Fucking play, amazing. You play as your character, uh-huh. and I still haven't decided yet if we want to get this as a branded thing where we contact an MMA fighter or if you just create your own MMA fighter. I think you create your own MMA fighter. But, but they have the thing, no magic. No magic, mm-hmm. and no matter what you do and no matter what you unlock, you can never be wearing stuff that isn't, like, MMA fighter outfits. Like, you can wear, like, maybe a gi or something, but for mm-hmm. the most part, through most of the game, you're just wearing, like, shorts, MMA gloves, and, like, the the wizards will get more and more fantasy-ass wizard-y. They're mm-hmm. going to be standing on towers of, like... Giant towers of stone. Giant pauldrons and shit. Big and just pauldrons, like, Giant big glowing, gloves. like, instead of, like, regular-ass mitts, they just have glowing boxing gloves and yeah. shit. And, like, you're gonna, by the end of the game, you're fighting, like, the Balrog. Mm-hmm. But you're gonna put the Balrog into a fucking armbar! Isn't the Balrog, like, the most difficult boss and ever created in D&D? Uh, no, you're thinking of something else. The Balrog is the thing from the Lord of the Rings that fights Gandalf on the cool bridge. Could you oh, please pretend to be a nerd shit. for like two minutes? God, that'd be so fucking cool, actually. Hell yeah, that's like <laughs> the like, final boss. He takes, he takes his whip and like ends up choking him with it. Like <laughs> yeah. he like he just it does that really cool thing where like the Balrog like whips out, but he catches it with his fucking glove, and you see the leather on the glove searing, but he's like he feels no pain. And this is the nug. I've decided this is it. No, 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 no. I have one more game I want to pitch you. Okay. Does the leather, yes. pulls him in, and then beats the shit out of yes. him. Yes. Oh, awesome. They lock up and then just body blow, body blow, and the Balrog's just getting worked out there. <laughs> Like the idea that the Balrog is still still to scale, so he's just punching his toes, <laughs> but the Balrog's just like t- like just can't handle. It. It's like, Argh! well, that's the thing. It's like when you get to these bigger bosses, you need to figure out like it's a little bit of like Shadow of the Colossus. Like you need to attack that right leg so that you can bring it down. You need to get those blows into that knee, weaken that knee, so that by the time you come in for the second or third round, the Balrog might drop to the knee. Then you can start oh, going into fuck. that groin area. God, I wish Dark Souls was a little bit it was as orchestrated as that. Yeah, here's the thing. You know why this is going to be this well orchestrated? Why? We're going to get into contact with Platinum Games for this. Oh shit! Yes, this is the nug. I want to continue gonna, on to some wanna, other submissions. I want to pitch you one that I'm going to come back to this tru- MMA RPG. Truly loved. Oh, which one do I want to do? Blake, give me another submission. Uh, can I give you two? So I have two. You li- can give me two. I have two lightning rounds. I I really really want to do. All right. The first one comes from um longtime uh supporter Erica is taking flight. Oh, Erica, thank you so much. Um, they gave us like another submission bomb of like five different games, but I want to talk about the last one. Surgeon Simulator controls, but about losing your virginity. <laughs> So you have to do a physics based game where you and your significant other are trying to get it on. Yeah. I don't know what the controls would be. Okay, we need to air. Th- we need to make a decision right now, Blake. Uh huh. How much percentage-wise of the jokes that we're about to make for the next four to five to eight minutes are going to be directly related to our first times? We're about to get to know each other in a real way that you probably didn't consider when you brought this up. I actually have a really funny story about losing my virginity. And now you absolutely have to tell me and all of the people listening. Okay, so 
Um, <laughs> this is like the lead up to me losing my virginity. Right? Okay. So, um, I think we should make a l- cool little mini game about buying condoms. <laughs> Cause yes. We, cause yes, I, yes, 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 yes. Because when I went in to buy condoms, it was this really, really pretty lady who I was like, I looked at her, I'm like, oh god, she's so cute, but she's gonna look at me like I'm a weirdo. Ah! And you, you slap him on the <laughs> counter, and you're like, hey, just so you know, I I am safe. And then you winked at her. And then that's who you lost your virginity to. What? Do <laughs> next job. No, my girlfriend was waiting for me. Oh, and if she would have seen that, <laughs> then it would have no, been no, an issue. No, 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 no. I, I, I grabbed them, and I've, you have no idea which condoms you got. You're gonna nope, buy. No, you never do. <laughs> so, um, that can ruin your game immediately. Say you buy the wrong condoms, that ends your game early. Yo, life hack. Life hack for the next time you go Garbage to lose bag, your virginity. Rubber band. <laughs> Life hacks, dude. <laughs> Snickers bar slightly melted. You're in. I hate you. Michael' life hack was gonna be to just buy the variety pack. Oh shit! Next time you lose your virginity, oh. just buy the variety pack. Dude, the next that time was I my le- move. Next time I lose my virginity. <laughs> oh, dude, I'll be I'll be prepared this time. So. <laughs> All right, AJ, now you got to tell us, uh, what's the mini game you're going to bring to the table, buddy? You mash X to make sure your PP stays up and you don't get too nervous. <laughs> um, uh, I want to introduce, sorry guys, this is getting raunchy. Um, I want to introduce, you know, it's like so late, just so you guys know, we're recording this and it's almost 10 o'clock. Like this is spiritual successor after dark. Um, <laughs> okay. I, I wait, wait, no, 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 what's your on. actual life hack? Because I had a cool life hack about your condom issue. What's your cool life hack for if my pee goes down? Cause I'm too nervous. I, I, I don't have a life hack, but I have a fun game mechanic I want to do. <laughs> so basically you can turn it on or off. It's clues. So, like, obviously the clue will be foreplay. Foreplay, if you... Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. It's just just reminders that anytime you're trying to move too fast, it's just like, no, man, slow down, foreplay. I think that the clues are actually, they're never related to the game or anything. Wait, what? The clues. Like, the clues, like the hot tips that would come up in the game. They're never related or actual advice that you can use in game. They're all like actual like sex tips that we're gonna get data mined and randomly generated by Cosmopolitan. But you actually oh no, we open source it so people can submit their own pieces of advice. <laughs> so so you could be in the middle of a level and somebody wanted to be a troll and they're like just saying something that doesn't relate to sex at all. And that's never helpful. <laughs> It's like Super Mario Maker, but... Uh, what's your next <laughs> micro nug? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> this episode is so fun. <laughs> okay, I have personally my favorite submission of the week. It uh, comes from Squid Pope on Reddit. Um, this <laughs> It's another picture thing, so if you want to see it, um, go to our Twitter, but I'll describe it. A uh, Squid Pope says, a game where this is the official marketing material. The pic- it's a picture of this just elderly man that says experience Cornelius on it. 
it gets better. See Cornelius for $15. Touch Cornelius for $20. Oh, wait. It's on sale for $18. Oh, shit. Feed Cornelius for $25. Um, I went down this rabbit hole. This guy has a website. Um, Cornelius? Yeah, it's Experience Cornelius this Sunday in the Maple Center. Okay. ExperienceCornelius.com. Is, is he a sex worker? This is not real, I found out. This is like a, just some troll thing that somebody put up. But for our canon, this man exists and he wants to be seen, touched, and fed. So we... Ah, 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 ah. Seen, touched, He wants you to pay to see, touch, and feel him. That's the self-confidence that I want. <laughs> hey, hey, how's it going? AJ Hart, sex advice, sex guru. I'm going to give some advice in case you need to mash X to keep your pee-pee up. <laughs> Just remember how confident Cornelius is, and you're going to be good. Oh. Actually, one one fun little mini game. Coming back to that, you have to mash X to make sure um, your avatar doesn't text the person back asking if they had a good time. <laughs> <laughs> you don't spam them saying, "Oh, did everything go okay? Was I good?" Don't do that. Let it breathe, my dude. Let it breathe. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're getting to you're getting to know us way more than you should. Sorry, team. <laughs> So, this might get my <laughs> edited down. I have another micro nug. Wait, you don't want to talk about Cornelius? I thought the purpose of the lightning round was to do fast ones. Well, but this, we get, what is our game? I want to, I don't want to know the mystery, the mystery of Cornelius. Because I want to do this as an ARG. This isn't do, a game. Is it an ARG where you are Cornelius or is it an ARG where you get to experience Cornelius? You have to, this is a rabbit hole of wonder. And you know how, because you're going to like, you have to, it starts with this poster. You go to the website, experiencecornelius.com, okay. and then you need to solve some sort of puzzles of see Cornelius, touch Cornelius, feed Cornelius, to where you, and, and you follow this rabbit hole down to where you actually get to meet Cornelius in real life. Oh, okay. So you need to solve these riddles yeah. and like data mine the website and yep. you'll slowly find a, what's a this? set of a, a coordinates. Yes. And if you go to the coordinates, what's this? It's, it's a lunchbox hidden. But what's in the lunchbox? A key. <gasps> a and key for what? A key to a boat that takes you to a, a deserted island. But how'd you Cornelius. find the boat? Oh, that's right. The key's shaped like a boat. And you had to look for that exact boat. <laughs> no, it was the key. The key opened a book in the locker of a library. And the library was of the specific book. But if you take the first letter of every first word on the first page, it spells out where what island you need to go to. And then you sail that island. Okay. And then you go and experience Cornelius, which is him... Now, do you still have to, when you finally get there, do you still have to pay? He's like, he's like one of those little bullshit rides outside of a, of a grocery store where you have to put the quarter in. He just, he just has a cable coming out of his ankle that goes to this. (laughs) He's like plugged in. He's just a robot. He will not interact with you until you put the 12, the 15, 18 or $25 in. And what if it's just a dude in a box, like one of those Zoltar, the guru guys? (laughs) He has a little hole where you can put the food in. (laughs) And it's just like a robot crunching on the sandwich. There's no swallowing. It just looks like the cookie monster. Oh, dude. Come, 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 come. Wait, this gets fucking horrific. So, like it has like a little opening that only opens up once you put in the twenty five dollars to give it food, right? Mm-hmm. But the moment you put your hand in, it closes, and now you're stuck in there. With <laughs> oh no! Cornelius. And so now- it turns out. So it turns out it's an ARG to where if you feed Cornelius, you would expect you think it's going to be you're going to feeding him. No, he's eating you. It's some soft he's going, shit. He's going to feed on you. So you, it's like some fucking SCP, dude. It's like it's it's like imagine Czar the fortune teller. 
but on a deserted island, you just suddenly run into him, and the moment you put your hand on it, it just engulfs you and eats you and turns you into the, its sustenance. I'm going to have nightmares about Cornelius for a Fuck, week. Fuck, I'm way passionate about this shit. I love this. I love this cryptid-ass Cornelius man, okay? I was never able to solve the riddle where you... I had to do 14 hours worth of geocaching. Oh, dude, I love geocaching so much. <laughs> We're not going down this rabbit hole. <laughs> All right, give me a lightning round, and then we'll figure out what our nugget is. Er, this comes from Nick, at Urza's roommate on Twitter. A Pokemon game where you can play anyone except a Pokemon trainer. <laughs> Example, a Pokemon center nurse, the people that run the daycare, etc. I just want to be the people that are on the bicycling routes parked. What the hell are they doing there all day? <laughs> Yeah, they don't move. How's it going? It's me, Biker Bailey. I'm just going to sit here. I don't have a home. I live here. I live here. I live here eternally on my bike. Never to move. It costs $40 to get in one end and $30 to leave, and I'm broke. Oh, shit. (laughs) There's no game here. I just wanted to go through that. Another lightning round. This comes from Nick King B. Foley. Okay. Murder simulator. It's a murder mystery. The murder is who the fuck is coming home at 2 a.m. with their <laughs> shitty stereo on full blast and the murder is them. I read this and I texted him back. I'm like, did this happen to you? Because this <laughs> sounds kind of personal. <laughs> like, sounds like a real experience. Not the murder part, but like, it sounds like somebody hurt him. <laughs> Someone, somebody hurt him, hurt his sleeping schedule, and he's never healed. <laughs> so I think it's a murder mystery, but from like... The murderer's perspective. Okay. I think maybe what it is... So you're trying to avoid being caught, basically. No, I think you're trying to figure out how you did it. What? You, at 2 a.m., were woken up by root music for the last time, and Uh you just snapped. Okay. You come up, you wake up, uh uh-oh, dead body. Oh, shit. And now... You don't remember killing this person? No, and so you gotta memento your way through the whole game. It's just memento the game? It's memento the game. (laughs) Right, we got to talk have, about the nug. I have one more, and then I will go into the nug. No, I want nug time. You want nug time? I'm hungry. Oh, it's nug time. Guess what? I'm going to give you one more submission. Okay. This comes from Twitter on Shale Rose Hansen. Augmented reality katam- katamari damacy like Pokemon Go, but you are rolling up things as you go about town. So it's like you hold up your phone, and you are katamari. So you can, like, it scans the building, and then it picks it up and adds it to your bullshit. <laughs> or you can be rolling, and you see people, and then it scans that person and really quickly makes a crappy 3D model of them, and then adds it to your ball. So you can go that around. fun. Yeah. So you go around just collecting shit, and just, like, putting in miles. So, like, the more miles you get, the more, like, designs you can get. Ah, oh, that does sound fun. That sounds <laughs> way funner than Pokemon Go. I'm not going down that wait, rabbit hole. Wait, Pokemon Go is fun. What the fuck are you talking about? I have never seen... All right, that- we're going down this rabbit I hole. I have never seen... I, of course, the gameplay sucked, but I have never seen that many people just so eager to talk to people they've never met before. It was so sweet. It was so fucking wholesome. I loved meeting people, and I loved just talking and be like, oh, you just caught a Pikachu? Oh, fuck, yeah, I just caught a Bulbasaur. <laughs> Pokemon Go, the experience was fun at first. Uh-huh. Here's my problem. Yeah? How much do you know about Pokemon, the TV show? Oh, quite a bit. Okay, do you remember the character Paul? Yeah. You remember how his whole thing... Was that he threw away a Chimchar because it was weak. Yeah. That's the whole premise of Pokemon Go. Is you find a new Pokemon. It's like, uh-oh, I found a new Bulbasaur. That's way stronger than my old Bulbasaur. Time to throw my old Bulbasaur to the fucking dumpster. Well, you just give him the same name. It's the same Bulbasaur. 
Just, Everything in my body is shutting down. I'm how fucking dare. I never threw away my EV. I couldn't. I my EV evolutions. I didn't give a shit how weak they were. And you I found fucking, a million EVs that were stronger I than your EV, and I never threw them. And away. you never got to use your cool EV. Though. I never got to use my cool EV. Though. Oh shit. Let's go back to our our nug, our nug, which is MMA RPG. <laughs> I'm so glad that you came. What was the game that you thought was going to be the? Nug? I thought Cornelius was going to be our nug because I had so much fun thinking about it. <laughs> just like just the mystery of this man. Why does he want to be touched? Why does he want to be seen? Why does he want to be fed? Because he knows how great he is. <laughs> I like the idea of him being a fucking SCP that just has ulterior. Is it possible? Motives. Is Cornelius a wizard? And are we going to absolutely work Cornelius for five rounds, just laying him out? We're not going to go for the KO because that would be too easy for him. Okay. We're going to go into this match and we're just going to work him. We're going to get points through the matches and we're going to let it go to the judges because when Cornelius gets to the end of the match uh-huh. and he's lost five rounds, just being decimated without us ever going for the termination and the judges are like, Damn, Chuck the Iceman Liddell really beat the piss out of Cornelius. All the points are going to him. I want Cornelius to just suffer and all that confidence to be gone because even the judges knew. So he didn't he, have it this just, time, just Cornelius. To, so we can combine our games. He's the final boss of our MMA RPG and his whole marketing campaign. This is a poster of his marketing campaign <gasps> in, the, yeah. in, in the RPG world. So he's so famous, everybody's like, I want to touch him. I want to see him. I want to feed him. So that's his whole thing. So he goes in, he's just like, that. that's his, that's, that. wait, that's it. He's like that's, a sorcerer that's that starts, does like dark magic that's, to that's hypnotize what starts, people. That's what, I start, that's what starts our game. Our character is an egotistical asshat. Yeah. So it's like, I want to be famous one day. Comes across the poster of Cornelius and is like, man, I want to be that famous one day. What do I got to do? And then a warlock comes around the corner. Hello, child. Do you want to be buff? I have a question for you really quick. Yeah? Is it is our MMA fighter being trained in warlock arts and it's just punchies? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it's like Rock Lee. Where he's like, hey, you want to learn ninjutsu? Nah, dude. I just punchies. Learn, I want to learn how to punch good. Okay. I'm... So you have the conflict of the warlocks like, I have this one magical power that will make you win every single fight. <laughs> nah, dude. I want to punch good. Just punch, please. I want to punch. I want to be so buff so when people touch me, they're like, man, look at those rock hard muscles. Did you ever play the UFC games? No. <laughs> I was not into them. I played backyard wrestling or backyard WWE where you had like weed whackers and shit that's wild what <laughs> you didn't know about that no you, yeah you just like it, it, it was like i think it was like wwe where you started in the boonies out in out in like nowhere's oh and you had to work your way into you the pros your way into the pros that's kick ass but you started out by doing it in really shitty backyard wrestling but i think but then again i might also be confusing it with just literally it was a backyard wrestling game Maybe. I mean, what am I talking about with the UFC and MMA games? We're, we've already decided that this is being built very Soulsborne-like mm-hmm. with Platinum Games so that they're going to help us do, like, really over-the-top cutscenes because, like, I want the moment when you start laying into the Balrog. Mm-hmm. Like, if you go for the KO on the Balrog, I want it to feel so satisfying when you just mash the attack button to get, like, those heavy drills into him. I have such a cool fucking game thing I want to do. Okay, what? So the finishers completely change art style. So like what? Okay, okay, okay. Here you go. So most of the game it's in this 3D. It looks good. It looks like kind of like Soulsborne esque, whatever. But the moment 
you go into your finisher, your KO, mm-hmm. it actually changes uh, the whole image changes animation to, and it goes like hyper realistic. It looks like you know, like that one fighting anime that's on Netflix right now, where it's like the really, really badass three D style anime. Oh, Baki. Yeah. Okay. So it goes like that level of fucking of of, of absurdity. I want it to have, but that that's level. that's like the KO though. I want. Here's what I want. I want it to have that level of absurdity for like the executions and like the QTEs that we're gonna have in it. Mm-hmm. But I want the rest of the game to have that aesthetic. Okay. But it's like it's particle effects. Anytime lots of particle effects, lots of like cell shaded look. Okay, so you start off by fighting out. (laughs) You start off fighting off like you fight low level wizards, like a magician who's like, "Oh, check me out! I have a magic deck of cards!" And then you slap those out of your (laughs) out of his hands, and then just just like just grapple him, put him in the arm bar, and he taps out within the second round. Our version of Glass Joe. (laughs) Yeah, it's our version of Glass Joe. Oh, dude, you know, be so fucking cool. So the little Mac is in the game. Little Mac would be really cool. He's like he's he's transported into the world. But anytime the person dies, it's like Scott Pilgrim. They turn into some sort of material. So like when you defeat the first person, they just explode into a bunch of like really shitty magical tricks. So like rabbits, cars. Oh, and everyone yeah. explodes into a different fun yeah. like thing. So like uh, during you know, like when you suplex Cornelius, what does he turn into? He turns into maybe a bunch. He turns into merch for himself. <laughs> he explodes into like little Cornelius flags and bobbleheads and shit. <laughs> we need to think about like what is the structure of this game? Is it mm-hmm. like a punch out where like it's just like a boss fight after a boss fight after a boss fight? I think. It or should... is it something like I can think... you go out and grind RPG style? <laughs> oh, holy shit. So wait, I think everything in this world is based off of punchies. So, yes. like, you can run into no, animals. It's, it's no, it's a no, fantasy no, 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 world. No, 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 it's no. just that you, as the player, only have punchies. Let me I want you, dragons. Let me, let me pitch you on I something. I want wizards. I want orcs. Something. Let me pitch you on something. Let me pitch you on something. Everything in the world, it's still fantasy, but everything in the world values boxing, MMA, over everything. That's, like, their way of life. So you can run into a dragon, and it's like, uh, the thing I covet is the art of the kill, the boxing match, and you have to box this fucking dragon out in the wild. So like you can okay. do you can do tournament shit where you're taking on people in the in the pub, but then you actually get like quests. It's like, hey, can you go defeat this dragon for me? He stole my father's favorite sword. You have to go fight a fucking dragon. Okay, okay, okay. I'm into it. Again. <laughs> so it's MMA, but like the quest giving of an RPG. It's like a real ass RPG. Okay, yeah. I just wanted to figure out if it was like a real ass RPG or if it was like a punch yeah. out. So- Type so, deal. so you have to go out and go do quests outside of your town yes. to level up. Then you can apply it to your next match. So, like, the core of the game is, like, getting training to do the match. But you have to go out and go do quests as you're training. Yeah, okay, okay, yes. And, like, as the game goes on, like, it, it's a little bit of, like, a No More Heroes thing. Like, you have these big set pieces that the game is revolving around. But mm-hmm. between those, you need to go earn the money so that you can afford to do the yeah, match. Yeah, you can buy your ticket and shit like yes, that. Yes, you have to oh, afford, fuck, like... so cool. A lot of those things are pay-to-play. Like, mm-hmm. you have to be able to afford to... Go to Cornelius. Mm-hmm. Cornelius is a hidden boss. The ARG that we just created earlier <laughs> is a whole thing within the game. Oh my you have god! To hunt you down find and fight you find his poster, and then you have to like figure out, and then it basically takes you through like this game of <gasps> dude. It takes you and to I a ta- no no no. It takes you to a tower on top of the tallest mountain in the game, <laughs> and then it becomes like um fucking what's that what's that one uh martial arts movie like the twelve. 12 levels of death or 12 states. Oh, I know the one you're talking yeah, about. where you have to fight. Each level is a different boss. Yeah. And it, you can bring back people that you fought, like, over the course of the game, but they have, like, new abilities and shit. So, like, after you beat the game, that's the hidden boss, 
But then, you know, like when you defeat Sun and Moon, you can go back and go to the fi- the big mountain and verse a bunch of different bosses. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You do that. But oh, that's, and Cornelius is the last thing yeah, on that. Yeah, Cornelius is the last thing. But to find Cornelius you have or to that do the ARG you have to do in the ARG game. in the game. Okay. Which and that's a whole quest line that's never marked. Yeah, you have to yeah, do yeah, that yeah, entirely yeah. through in-game you do, No, no, no. You just see his poster all over and you're like, who the fuck is this Cornelius <laughs> guy? And then po- like post-credits, like you you get to actually find Cornelius. Cornelius after the game is done. Okay, what other RPG elements does this game have, or is it at its core like a giant RPG world mm-hmm. with do like you a want to do semi Soulsborn different fighting styles? Maybe you can level up different fighting styles. So it is like, MMA. So like you can do like a whole thing where like oh I'm gonna master karate for a couple levels, mm-hmm. and then ah, I'm gonna go into some judo. Do do the basic things. It's like you either are a puncher, you're a kicker, or you're a grappler. Yeah, so that's, those are the three trees. Those are the three trees you can do, but you have to study under different people. So, like, the druid will teach you grappling, the warlock will teach you punchies, and then um, the, the... The ranger will teach, teach you, you kicking because, yeah. like, you're learning so much stamina. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like you're training... You have to do these cool training sequences where you're, like, going up mountains and shit. Yeah, Like, just having to... Oh, dude, that, I'm fucking so into this. All right, what do we call this game? Fantasy Death Punch? Or Fantasy Finger Death Punch? Is it? I know that we were talking about it being a secret, mm-hmm. but what if it, what if it wasn't? What if we called the game the Curse of Cornelius? Defeat Cornelius, or we just call it Experience Cornelius? I think it's, I think it's like we should do it. Like, what is Cornelius doing to this world? I think he's, I think we should keep the canon that he's eating people. So the cur- I think the or Curse of Cornelius. The, do we want to keep him as a secret boss, or do we want to bring him to the forefront? I think he is our boss. Like, okay. to, to be honest with you, like, I, I... He's our final boss. Yeah, we haven't discussed what the boss, boss is. So, like, after you defeat the tournament, it takes you to... You defeat the tournament, you defeat the Balrog, the... you defeat Gandalf. <clears throat> and then it takes you to the 12 levels of death tournament thing uh, where you face all of the previous bosses again. As a gauntlet. As a gauntlet. You have to do it in one go, just like Shovel Knight. Yeah. To be fucking awesome. Hell yes. And then you take on Cornelius. So I think we can call this the Curse of Cornelius. Curse of Cornelius, the MMA RPG. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> Fuck yeah. We ready to go to Patch Notes? Yeah, I think we're ready to go to Patch Notes. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Patch Notes. And if you like this episode and want to give us some submissions for future episodes, you should check us out on Twitter at Spiritual Suck, or you can email us at spiritualsuccessorpodcast at gmail.com, or you can just do a submission to the Cool Games and Reddit. And if you guys could do us a huge solid and wherever you're listening to the podcast, uh, Spotify, iTunes, or whatever it is that you use, if you could leave us a review, just something short, something simple, even just a rating would be great for us. Uh, really quick, I also wanted to say that every Friday on our Twitter, Blake is hard at work, day in, day out, creating incredible, incredible artwork for all of our games. So if you want to see those, come check us out on Twitter, at Spiritual Suck. They've been a joy to me to see every single week. Also, one last thing I wanted to ask you guys, uh, especially Squid Pope, Genuine Sock Puppet, um, a lot of people that give us... Erica. Uh, Erica, because um, you, you guys always give us great feedback. What is the kind of content you guys would want to see for shout-outs? Because we're getting a lot of love lately, and we want to do something special for you guys. So is there anything specific you guys would want, like us to make videos outside of the podcast, us to do certain artwork for you guys, just stuff to make you guys... Because we want to make you guys feel appreciated, because you guys, you are. We, we really do appreciate all the special love you guys give us. Yeah, we, we want to start experimenting with some other kinds of content, but we're not entirely certain with what kinds of content you guys would be most interested to see. Mm-hmm. And if you guys have any ideas, we'd love to hear them. Yeah, thank you. Really quick, I actually do want to sh- plug one thing before we go. Okay. Netflix has a new show. 
called Ken and Fusters that's very good. That God, is not getting. Ta- you've been talking about that show for the past couple days, it's dude. It's so good. I saw though. the trailer. I love Sam. Sam's voice is perfect. Sam is precious cargo. Here's the thing Netflix isn't pushing it. I don't want this show to get canceled. Mm-hmm. It's so enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Everybody, please go watch it. It's very good. Ken and Busters on Netflix. And then, of course, finally, I wanted to say that the intro and outro to our show is Cheap Shop by Anna Gucci, an excellent song from an excellent album from an excellent game. I have been your host, AJ Hart. And I have been your other host, Blake Rea. And as always, these are cool games that should not be made. 